All right, let's do this thing. Welcome in. It is Tuesday. November 9th. Thank you. Thank you, November 9th. If you're watching on uh, the YouTube channel or the Facebook channel or wherever the hell they allow us to put video. We don't do YouTube. <laughs> then YouTube. I guess a, a few times I'll hit this button and, oh, hey, hi, <laughs> how are you? Uh, I don't know how well this is going to work between uh, the video and the audio will be fine. So if you're just listening via podcast, you're going to be just fine. This is the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. And what I'm going to try the, my best to do is not make this like the absolute loser heritage talk station in this town does when Jeff is gone. <laughs> Used to be back in the day, they would spend the entire show talking, talking about, about the fact Jeff he's not there yeah. and where he is right. <laughs> and what he's doing and completely void of content. Well, and we can talk about that a little. We, we can talk about it a little, yes, but uh, it was so annoying. We spent an entire <laughs> week and the whole damn show would just be about, well, you know what Jeff would think and say about this? <laughs> that one time Jeff did that thing, remember that thing? Well, it's because they didn't have any uh, grasp of, of what the hell they were doing. So uh, we'll try not to do that. I'm Brian. She's Jen. Make the cut back if you're watching on Facebook. Back to uh, R- Russell Stroud, uh, news guy. Sure, that works. <laughs> Why not? You're not the, the news director oh, uh, necessarily. Go well. um, we did originally have um, uh, Dixie Fuller come in and talk about uh, the... Uh, Riverbend, Friends of the Future, Festival, uh, yeah, Friends of Festival, Friends of Festival, Tivoli. There was another. I can't remember the other um, place that were they were given millions and millions of dollars in grant money. Oh, it was the aquarium. Okay. And Dixie's issue, and I'll just summarize it quickly, um, is that when they fired him, when they fired the entire Friends of the Festival team, they their reasoning was, well, we just don't have the money. We've run out of money. We have to let you guys go. Which at the time seemed understandable. Sure. At the it, time. W- it was COVID related, pandemic related. Yeah, they, they just canceled, ran out of money. Yeah, they canceled like two Riverbends at that point. They wasn't did. Yeah. They did something like that. Yeah. But anyway, Dixie posted a very long post on Facebook that I caught my attention and I read it. And, and he was just saying, you know, is Friends of the Festival going to do the right thing and at least reach out to the original staff? who put their blood, sweat, and tears into Riverbend for so many years. And uh, are they going to offer them their jobs back? Yeah, my guess is probably the majority of them, the answer to that is no. Um, uh, Dixie will be in with um, when Jeff gets back in here, likely at some, at some point here shortly. Uh, I did see the other day, though, that and Jeff gets his Cobbs mixed up. There's a lot of Cobbs families in the music business in the state of Tennessee. Uh, there's Dave Cobb. There's... Um, his cousin Brent Cobb, and then there's locally, he's now in Nashville too, there's Chris Cobb, and they're not all related. Chris Cobb has more uh, ties to the uh, the city of Chattanooga, and he posted the other day down on the um, on the riverfront with his Riverbend hat on, a selfie. Yeah. And he was originally going to be the, the new kind of talent buyer, the, okay. the, the person who was going to be in charge of a lot of basically basically the, the, the acts. I don't know about logistics, but he posted that the other day and I just put foreshadowing a, a, a question mark. Yeah. And I got a lot of likes like, yeah. So sure. I, so I think Chris Cobb is going to be back in the mix. There will be a riverbend. I said the other day when 
flippantly when somebody said something about uh, uh, Riverbend. I said, they're not doing, Riverbend's done. Riverbend's dead. You did dead. say that. Yeah. You did say that. And I, I think I was wrong. I think you were wrong. I think wrong. I was wrong. I think you're wrong primarily because I've been receiving survey after survey from Friends of the Festival directly because they know that I'm a festival goer asking, you know, what 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 would I like to see? What what, what bands would I like to see? What changes would I like to see? So Now will be- Dixie get a gig back? Will Jeff get a gig back? Will uh will Jeff, prob- will Jeff take a gig Karen back? Karen <laughs> won't. Karen Karen's gone on to bigger and better things over the Tivoli. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. Um we'll see and hopefully we'll talk to to um Dixie more about that later in the future and we'll we'll touch on the the festival issues of uh the Travis Scott concert of the weekend in Houston we'll yeah. get to that here in in just a few I do want to say though on the before we get to uh what's happening with uh <laughs> with, with Russell here in a minute is that for the 3235th time I saved a person's life today on the way in this morning. By not crashing into them? By not them not crashing into me. Okay. Um, 3,235 times. I mean, this is exhaustive. Like, it's just it just keeps happening over and over and over again. Like, damn it, man. That person is going to go to bed tonight, put their head on the pillow, and not realize that I saved their life. <laughs> and this life-saving exercises are beginning to just... They're exhausting me, and I'm tired of saving your life. So please... Stay out of blind spots when you start uh, move, uh, merging into my lane and I s- basically hit the damn median to get out, get away from you and just la-da-da-da-da-da-da, listen to this <laughs> podcast probably like, hey, man, this is the greatest podcast I've ever heard. Oh, I'm just going to go into this merge in this lane, whether uh, that dude knows or not. Just thank me if you ever run into me at the market or something <laughs> for saving your life. And it drives me crazy with with when we talk about um uh, automobile uh, uh just driving around every day okay yo d- terrible drivers terrible drivers right that's just that's super easy every city says regurgitated it, yeah. boring uh a topic that the morning shows are always going to do what i the, the part that drives me the most crazy is this is not a difficult task and when people talk about, oh, well, yeah, my uh, niece or my cousin or, yeah, she's, she's a bad driver. Yeah, just a bad driver. There is no such thing as bad drivers. They are bad people. <laughs> They're just terrible, scummy, rotten people. If you can't drive, you can't do anything right. Your day is just started with, 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 with terrible negative issues if you cannot operate a, 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 a vehicle. If that is, if that's not the simplest thing you do in a day, I'm starting to feel personally attacked here, Brian. Do you consider yourself a bad driver? Yeah. Do you? You're really? not a. You are not a bad driver. No, okay. <laughs> if if that's not the simplest thing you do in a day, you're doing your day absolutely wrong. I will tell you though, my sister is the worst driver I've ever. Well, your sister's a de- bad person. I'm <laughs> she, sorry to tell you. She unfortunately <laughs> she is. She's a terrible person because driving actually is the hardest thing she does every day. And, uh, well, it's what a wreck of a life. What is that? She has a terrible life. It's horrible. (laughs) She listened to this show. I hope Do you have a good relationship with her? I love my sister, but she's just a bad, bad driver, bad person, bad at everything. It's really unfortunate for her and for everyone else on the road. Put her on Life 360. I like to think of the way you think of things, except in reverse, because I think of all the people I could have crashed into and didn't 
on the way here because I'm like, <laughs> I could have killed so many people on purpose, but I decided today. Well, that's a whole different logic mindset. I could have demolition derbied the whole damn interstate <laughs> on my way down if I wanted to. But it's a miracle you didn't, isn't it? No, it's just logical thinking that I didn't. What do you it's, mean? I don't know. <laughs> is it distracting drivers? Is it people on their phones still? I see that a lot. Oh, of course. And yeah. I love the law. I love the law that, you know, hey, you can't use your phone while you're driving. Have you ever met anybody who's been arrested or cita citations no. or, you know, no. That's always a tack on uh, thing. Yes, actually. My daughter's ex-boyfriend was pulled over by a friend of mine who's a police officer in Red Bank. And well, you're was, ruining my point. He here, was Jesus. given a warning. <laughs> the one police officer in Red Bank. Yeah. And then he texts me and he goes, by the way, if I ever see blank person with his phone again, I will I will ticket him. I can't believe you used that language. What? Blank, and so he didn't get person. he didn't get ticketed. Well, I didn't want to say his name. Or citated. He didn't. Didn't Jeff get a ticket he for having his warning. phone in his hand though? I don't know what what hasn't I'm Jeff fairly certain he did. For. I don't know. And <laughs> for the guy that says don't use your phone while you're driving or don't use your phone at a concert or don't use your phone. The Good guy Lord. uses his phone everywhere he goes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he always uses it like this. I know you, you can't get, see, but he holds it in one hand and uses his index finger like an ATM machine <laughs> <laughs> the other way. It's just ridiculous. Hey, put your phone down at the concert. Except I'm going to hold mine up the entire time. He does <laughs> yeah. it. He does it. He does. I've been calling him out on this for f three or four or five years. Once to. he figured out how to use a phone, his and life went spiraling out of control. That was the worst thing to ever happen to him was the iPhone. <laughs> Everything was going well until Jeff learned how to use a smartphone. I like how he says, knows how to use a smartphone. <laughs> says, I made it go away. When he's talking about like a web page he has up, he's like, ah. Damn it, I made it I go lost away. It. <laughs> yeah. I made it go away. Like, how did you do that on accident, Jeff? All right. Well, uh, we're going to touch on a handful of things today. Um, this is a, a podcast that is a daily consumption kind of thing, but it's not easy to do because it's not in live real time. So we'll we'll have some fun and just screw around. So we don't have the latest breaking news, but we do have some news from Russell Stroud, and we'll do that right now. All right. Well. A woman was badly wounded on Sunday. The Chattanooga police say uh, it happened uh, on the 2700 block of 6th Avenue Sunday night. The woman described as suffering from severe injuries. No arrests were announced and details in that case uh, still quite limited, actually. Also, a pedestrian was killed at a crossing on Highway 58 on Friday. Uh, it happened after dark. A uh, 40-year-old victim was crossing the street when she stepped in front of a vehicle and was hit. The vehicle did not stop and sped away. It was described only as an SUV by eyewitnesses. The victim pronounced dead at the scene. The police are asking for your help in tracking down that vehicle. Call 698-2525 if you know who's responsible. And now live from the border of Poland and Lithuania, it's Dave Hooker. Well, it will be interesting to see what the college football playoff committee does on Tuesday night. The decisions will not be easy. I'm Dave Hooker, off the hook sports. We know that Georgia's number one, a throttling of Missouri, just further proved that. But then after that, is there an elite team? Certainly didn't look so. When all the contenders had close calls or actually got upset, uh, Alabama struggled against LSU. Michigan State lost to Purdue just a week after they were the talk of the town, beating Michigan. And then Oregon, number four, struggled as well. Other contenders, Ohio State, Cincinnati, both with ugly wins. So it appears that a one-team 
playoff might get the job done after we debated about the playoffs for years. Forget about going to 8 or 12. Let's find four teams that could realistically win a championship because we didn't see that last weekend. Now, things can change, but the one thing that hasn't is Georgia, and their incredible defense continues to come at you in waves. They're that good. Take them against the field, but I don't gamble because you can lose money. I'm Dave Hooker, off Oak Sports. That phone line from Poland sounded pretty damn good, actually. Surprising, yeah. <laughs> given Pol- the- those Polacks sure worked on those phone lines. <laughs> Thanks, Dave Hooker. Yeah, George is good, and most every other team is not. There's your roundup of the entire college football landscape. Sometimes I wish I knew what he was talking about. Yeah, me too. I love all my <laughs> friends, and I love Dave Hooker, who I've only shook his hand with before. Dave's and, great. But college football is just stupid. It's just stupid. A bunch of children that don't know how to do anything right playing football. Good for them. Well, at least uh, they don't have – well, I won't go there. Never mind. You want to tell us about your time in Atlanta? I will. I'll do that here in a little bit when we get to mountains looking. Um, I want to revisit Friday here in just a second. Okay. Uh, And um, we 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 didn't have a show on Monday, right? No show period on Monday. Two on. We doubled up on Friday, and and the drive-in show was not on Uh, Monday, right? No, we had a Monday show. No, we had a Monday show. Yeah, that was where the guest producer came in. That's correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, see, yeah, I've been in outer space for like four days. It's okay. Uh, So for me, you know, the Titans won on Sunday night. That was a a a lot of fun. I love you know, and I say college football is dumb. All sports are dumb. They're dumb. Fundamentally, they're yes. Yeah, they're silly. They're silly. <laughs> it, 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 it creates uh, teamwork. It creates, uh, it, it, it helps, I believe, young youth uh, build uh, life skills that will be good for the rest of their lives. But generally speaking, it's a dumb activity for dumb people to talk about and just be, but I still, I, I fall right into it and I love most of it myself. I'm too much of a loner for sports though because I tried to play Ultimate Frisbee. And, uh, well, that barely that, that counts. That looks like a U sport. You're oh. you're paddling, you're hiking, and what, the hell what do you else? mean by that? I don't know. You just don't seem <laughs> no, like so a not real sports. sport. Yeah, right. You're like a more of a, an outdoorsy. Because I have small hands, but guy. Uh, no skateboarding. Team sports has taught me only one thing: is that everyone other than me is an idiot. <laughs> if only you okay. had been there at the right time, we would have won this game. If you just would have, yeah, stood right there instead of there. Yeah, there, there, it's, there, not there, there, it's there. Simple there. task. If you just read my mind, we could have won the damn game. There's a. Uh, Seinfeld joke about uh, the Olympics like running a race and it's like you spend your whole life and you lose by a split second like it's it's just now 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 here to here there, this, 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 like that close and you would have been the champion of the world and now you're nothing what a waste of time the worst is when you lose to someone from a country you've never heard of you know like you, you lose to someone from Burkina Faso and you're like what the hell is that yeah I don't know where that is I sure don't know where that is either this is the upfront wrap up it's a dri- chatting a drive-in show um, we don't have everything where it needs to be as far as I want to thank everybody who helps put this show together uh the lodge cast iron studios tennessee american water i'm going off my head here yeah no i was just going to get to get get to that i want to Jen, thank, take that over yeah thank you thank you to tennessee american water company who has been providing our community clean safe drinking water since 1887 which is right before jeff was born <laughs> At the end of your line, you'll find clean, safe drinking water <laughs> flowing just fine. So thank you to American 
Tennessee American Water Company. I always yeah. thought Jeff was antebellum, personally. <laughs> so before we get to, again, I want to revisit um, the breaking news show the uh, from Friday, which I thought was uh, really cool, actually. Just Thank to, you. that you guys were able to throw that together so yeah. quickly. I was yeah, in thanks. Atlanta at the time. Um, it's weird how it worked out, too, because we were already down here. Yeah, because, we, yeah for because of the screw-up. Yeah, you, you had just literally forgotten to upload it to the drive. No big deal. Yeah. So we were here. We fixed it in 10 seconds. And then and you just Jeff, did it right after that? Well, Jeff comes running in. Don't go. Don't leave. He didn't even he know goes, we were Stop here. Stop what you're doing right now. See, yeah. we were, we, before we were, uh, <clears throat> I think it was before we hit go and record, I was uh, talking about how I'll, every single text message thread that Jeff sends me is on mute. So <laughs> I saw all these text messages, but it was later that day. It might have even been the next day because I was checked out at that point. As far as upfront uh, wrap up goes, uh, anything you guys got you want to throw out there that's. Um, worth discussing for a minute or two and then i i want to revisit friday a little bit if you've got anything uh yeah there's this story out of nashville i don't know if you guys saw this about a, a guy who pulled a gun inside a church yes uh, in i nashville. saw that isn't that nuts yeah wow uh 26 year old uh desiree baganda pulled a gun out while uh sitting in the front row of the nashville light mission pentecostal church on west trinity lane uh on sunday he walked up to the pulpit uh, waved the gun to the congregation told them to get up well, the pastor, uh, who was praying with several other people at the altar at the time, just walked up behind Baganda and uh, disarmed him. I so, thought he tackled him. Did uh, he not? I think he did, yeah. And so Baganda now faces... So this was just during service? Yeah, just yeah. in the middle of the church service. Wow. So now this dude faces 15 counts of aggravated assault and other charges are pending. $375,000 bond for Baganda um, as... Uh, uh, as was said famously in Ghostbusters, no one steps on a church in my town. <laughs> uh, watch Ghostbusters not long ago. I like that. That's a great movie. Uh, so, uh, Jen, you got anything, anything going on? Yeah, I do. Uh, just I want to take a moment to say good thinking on the, on the part of this 16-year-old girl who had been missing for several days. She was rescued last Thursday when she caught the attention of another driver by using her hand gesture. And if you're watching, I did. I, th I saw somebody talking about this on that, The hand gesture <clears throat> that um, basically says you're in trouble and you need help is your palm forward, thumb goes in, fingers over the thumb. That um, basically means you're stuck, you're trapped. So she did that. It's like blink once if you're, you know, if you're being held right. captive. Kind well, of. you yeah. know, thank God for TikTok for putting these messages out for girls, boys anyone really who is in a situation where they need to get out of it and um i think that one has probably lost its 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 effectiveness now because now everybody, everybody knows, knows about it, about it they're yeah. gonna have to come up with something maybe a little bit well it's, different. A, it's still a hell of a lot easier than blinking torture in morse code i gotta say that's true yeah um and t and just TikTok, the social media that just keeps on giving it it's the only social media that anybody should ever even it is glance the at funniest it's amazing and 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 uh, and I, I don't know what you think about it russell but it <laughs> but most people who disagree or don't understand what i'm saying just don't know what it is yeah and and that's that's fine here's my problem with TikTok. i i don't have a problem with the platform as a platform or the people who use it I have a problem with uh, with young people and their sense of humor, unfortunately, in that uh, my girlfriend is always sending me TikToks, and she'll be like, look at this one, it's funny. And I'll look at it, and I'll watch it, and I'll go, I don't get it. It's, wow. It's just like some woman lip-syncing to a line from a movie, 
and her dog gives her like a yeah. Funny that's look not why I'm I'm on TikTok. Yeah. I'm like I don't understand what's going on. It is a little limited. It, you, there, there's only so much you can do with it, and but it's the it, the algorithms of this uh, platform are like nothing I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not super experienced in the world of tech, but. I only see cool stuff every minute of my life. Yeah. Now, now there's now the downside of that is if you're using it to be influenced by, and all you see because I'm I'm not influenced by anything that I don't want to be influenced by. <laughs> right. Uh, but 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 impressionable minds are. You're an adult. And so if, <laughs> yeah, if that's the difference. Most barely, of the time. <laughs> yeah. So if if. I can see where that could be a detrimental side to it, but right. all social medias have algorithms. All social medias are going to yeah. give you pretty much what you want. Right. It's just the the TikTok world. Uh, I just I'm in love with it. Like I love I, I I love I barely look at it. it. It's made me stop looking at all the rest of them. I pop in every now and again, yeah. but anyway, I don't remember why I was going down that road. But we were talking about the hand signals. Oh yeah, save, so anyway, save me from yeah. being abducted. Whatever she was, uh, she was res- actually rescued really safely, happened. and the guy that that um, abducted her is now under arrest. Uh, the Chattanooga Driving Show, uh, Russell, talk to me a little bit about. Um, I'm going to sp- explain this more later on in the Mountains Looking uh, segment of why I've been so kind of displaced. Uh, the the infrastructure bill that passed. Yeah, uh, tell me a little bit about that. I so, mean, I, I was, it's been in limbo and been talked about for a while, but <laughs> basically since the election, right? Yeah, the Build Back Better package, the infrastructure package. It's all there's two up in the air. There's the one they want to push through through reconciliation if they can, and there's right. the one that's actually been uh, agreed upon by Senate Republicans. That's the one we're talking about. Here, that's right? the one we're talking about. Yeah, that's the one that the word infrastructure is traditional infrastructure, like you and I yeah. think of when we think of infrastructure, like roads, roads and, and bridges, and, and, and yeah. yeah. Uh, So I've got it summarized here. Let me just read this to you. Uh, The trillion-dollar spending package passed after many days of negotiation by the U.S. House. It has several provisions which are actually going to affect us here uh, in Tennessee. Roughly $630 million going towards public transportation over a five-year period. $697 million over five years for water infrastructure. $300 million over five years for airports. I think there's... Six, I'm going to say six billion for roads and bridges across the state. There's also funding for airports, cybersecurity, electric vehicle charging networks. That's going to be big with Ford building their electric vehicle plant here, yeah, yeah, and good. VW doing the same. Uh, there's also, and this one's I think the most interesting out of all of it, the least traditional uh, that's included in here uh, is uh, funding for affordable connectivity benefits, which brings funds for uh, low-income households to access the internet, uh, which is something everyone in this room takes for granted access to the internet is something we've had since forever basically at least 20 years right but a yeah recent, one of your flexes recently was talking about this very subject yeah exactly well a recent survey showed that there are roughly half a million tennessee households that just don't have internet access now i don't know if that's by choice or if that's because of lack of money which is definitely a possibility or if it's because of a lack of available infrastructure in your area Right, because if you live in certain rural mountainous areas of Tennessee, you're reliant on like HughesNet for satellite internet. And for most people, that's just, especially in the 21st century with streaming everything, this is not viable. You're not going to get, you know, Netflix over that. You're not going to get YouTube videos that buffer at any reasonable speed. So they probably would rather just forego it and go to Starbucks for email instead. So I think that, you know, as many qualms as I may have with government funding this and that, whatever, blah, blah, philosophy, um, this is a, in my opinion, a pretty positive move. So it was, um, it was passed by the House, 
Has it already gone through the Senate, or they got to do that still? I think that that is still up in the air, but it looks like because it's already bipartisan. It looks because like I know the Senate, the Senate members had already agreed to pass it, so it, that's a formality at this point. Yeah. Um, what was it? Do you think this is just you editorializing mm-hmm. that the House went ahead and 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 voted on it when they were very very uh, loud about we're not voting on this until the other. Two and a half billion trillion, umpteen billion, a cannibal trillion uh, package was was voted on. What what changed your mind? Do you think? I think finally getting something done, maybe, and not looking like dumbasses. Well, there's be- definitely the pressure. Yeah, there's definitely the pressure. There's also the pressure of timing because there's also the threat of the government losing funding again, and they'll have to. F- uh, vote on another budget to fund the government again. Well, for that's going to be in early December, if yeah, I remember right. For another period of time. So that I think they want to get this out of the way ASAP before that happens, because that's going to take up all their time while that's going on. Uh, and also, I think a lot of it was the different representatives from different states arguing about what state gets what. Because remember, every... Uh, like here, we have the, Chattano- the the Chickamauga Lock, right? Everyone always wants funding for the Chickamauga Lock. For 30 years we've been talking about <laughs> 30 this. years, right. So someone in some state has their equivalent of the Chickamauga Lock sure. that they're arguing for funding for, and they want to get that included in the budget. I think that's part of it. And probably also part of it was uh, Democrats, especially more progressive Democrats. Look dumb as hell at this point. Well, go ahead. not just that. Progressive <laughs> Democrats are, are had been pushing for more... I don't want to say socialistic, but that's really what it is. Uh, elements to the funding where they say the infrastructure spending package should also include, say, uh, funding for maternity leave, paternity leave, different things like that, which Republicans are going, that's not infrastructure. And isn't that more into the other That's the where other the other package? one starts to come in, right. So they sort of shifted things from this one over to that one and say, look, we'll argue about that later, but we need to get the actual infrastructure in now. Okay, well, I just, I've, thank you for the catch up on that. I've literally, uh, other than last night, just scrolling quickly through the Chattanooga Times Free Press and the Wall Street Journal. Those are the, my main two places I quickly go to yeah. see the headlines, and uh, I wasn't sure. Uh, so thanks for that clarification on that. We're going to kind of combine, um, what the hell's he call it? Upfront wrap up and everybody's got one all in the same thing. Or, or I, mean, I guess we could just go ahead and do this. this, this one of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Why not? Juggling a little bit here. So, um, Jen, did you have anything else you want to add to that? I want to thank Chattanooga Safety Products, best safety footwear and PPE in the region on Highway 58, right next to the Hungry House, led by one of our great, our area's top, most selfless business people and great friend, Dax Turner. Thank you very much. Recorded live to tape, as I often say in the podcast world, at the (laughs) uh, Lodge Cast Iron Studios in downtown Chattanooga. I'm Brian. She's Jen. He's Russell. Uh, Jeff out for most of the week, and we're just going to kind of piece it together as we go along here um i'm not even playing with this stupid camera thing sorry if you're watching i don't know why on you what a terrible what what a stupid (laughs) what what are you doing with your life right now if you're what hi you know i i can't i can't i can't think and push all the buttons at at the same time obviously you're not a video gamer no uh, i'm not but i wanted to go back to Friday a little bit this show you guys put together yeah. I've gotten with, three Victoria Royales in a fortnight since we started recording <laughs> good for you when uh, Mike Alfano came in I'm a yeah. big fan of Mike Me and um, 
I'm just going to assume you have the basic understanding of where we're going here without a total reset. Brian Joyce, talk radio, the bar, Station the Street, Comedy Street. Catch, yep. blah, blah. All right. If you, don't know, if you don't know any of that, then you don't care about anything we're talking about anyway, so don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, Mike came in to talk about um, the issues that they've had. They were, they were shut down over the weekend. The blue light, I guess it's called. Yes. I think Brian Joyce is one of the worst Chattanoogans that's ever lived in this city. I hate this man. I do not like him whatsoever. <laughs> I do not like this How man. How do you really feel, Brian? He is an absolute blowhard, and he's a hack, and he's fine. You know, good for him to have a bar and, and a, well. an unlimited bank account. He's a trustafarian. I don't know where all his money comes from. He's a globetrotter. He must just love his life. Good for him. Good for him. I'm not, that, oh, you're just jealous. Shut up. No, good for him. Well, blowing hard can only get you so far. He's a anyway. charming. But I think it says a lot. And I want, and, and Jen or Russell, both of you guys, if you give me a little recap because I was only able to listen to about literally 10 minutes of an almost hour show. So you got nothing at all. Not much. <laughs> but I, I read the story in the paper and I mean, I know what happened. Um, but I think it says everything. When you know that the 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 fact of the matter is that your neighbor in in business right next door, yeah, literally right next yeah, door, they share a balcony, came out and said, "This guy, this, this whole thing, this guy, this situation is bad for business. It's bad for the the scene. It's bad for Station Street. It's bad for the Choo Choo, which is one of my favorite properties on yeah. on, on in the city. Sure. Fin Finley Stadium and, and, the, and the Pavilion is my favorite property in the city. The Choo Choo and Station Street is probably top five of my favorites in the city. And he comes on and doesn't even hesitate, doesn't even hesitate to say this dude, this situation and this thing is bad. What did what what came out of all that conversation? And if you've missed it, you can you know it's a podcast. You can listen to it five hundred times in a row, or never again. Whatever you want to do. Well, what came out of it uh, during the podcast was I thought a pretty pretty well balanced, despite the heightened emotions at the time, uh, analysis of what happened and how and why. Uh, Mike Al, how do you pronounce his last name? Alfano. Alfano. Thank you. Uh, talked about pretty much almost immediately after it happened. Right, the the beer board meeting. Yeah. Uh, drove yeah. over here. And told us a recap of what happened at the beer board meeting, beer and wrecker board meeting, that caused all of the uh, fines and, uh, what's the word, uh, suspensions to be levied against uh, the Blue Light Club. It was really interesting, and it's, re it's really uh, telling that the beer board ran out of time. I don't know if you, if you caught that if you, when you listened to the Yeah, they had to, to leave at 1230. They had to leave at 1230, and so the beer board meeting, which ran for three hours, actually ran out of time to address all of the issues that were raised uh, with the Blue Light Club. There were Chattanooga police officers who testified. There were neighbors who testified. Uh, there were beer board, I guess, officers, informants, it was whatever. six different offenses? Yeah, something like that? Six different what, what offenses. What was the most egregious? I mean, I know there's there's drinking on by drinking employees, on the street, owners, which is... Which being is, served in bottles on the street. They had a cart, uh, evidently, this is... I didn't see this, so I'm just going on what I was told. They had a cart of jello shots that they were selling out on Station Street. That's a, that's not okay. Right. That kind of ruins the whole thing. I, I don't know because the, the, the laws for drinking on Station Street have changed in the last couple of years. So where you can consume. If you go in and get a cup that says Station the, Street, uh, a yeah. plastic cup, gotcha. that's okay. Now, you know how many times I've walked on a Station Street with a cup I brought myself that had alcohol in it? <laughs> Damn near every time. Well, you know how many places I've gone that, you know, we're all over the entire city? That I, yeah, <laughs> so I, 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 th th this is less about the, the to me, that th this doesn't sound like this <laughs> is the most 
egregious, awful things ever. It just this place is we knew wasn't going to bring a great crowd. It's in a it's in an area where they they've put a lot of money and time and effort in a you know a family friendly you know icon yeah, hotel the, yes. the the freaking choo choo, and so some some of this just might be not illegal, just a bad look. Yeah, and, and I'm biased, and I hate the guy. It's so screw Brian Joyce. No, it's dangerous. It's like he he, well, remember he the positioned headline. he positioned this entire bar going in as a state of the art. Um, what did he yeah, call it? Euro, a Euro yeah, bar, gastro yeah. Euro, you know, yeah, with yeah. bottle table bottle service and blah blah blah. And and it ends up, I don't, in my opinion, and I, I've not been again. I've not been. It just looks like a. It looks like an adult kind of I don't know the girls are all in skimpy outfit it just looks like a, so a, a, a an adult club, a club. yeah, yeah. And, there, and there's just, and there's not there's ew. no law against that no there's no law but well, it's the, not the sophisticated problem, there's just because we don't factor. get it or don't like it doesn't mean it's wrong right I think the the biggest issue that was addressed with the the Chattanooga police officer whose name I forget who testified talked about it was uh the fact that there were what they seem to indicate were obvious gang members with gang colors flashing gang That's signs right. allowed to go thing. inside and you had two rival gangs inside the club and the fight broke out obviously <laughs> and uh, the argument is that that could have been prevented were there a dress code or maybe more proactive bouncing but we could go a million different directions on all of this stuff sure. and, I, and, and I'm not going to do it and I don't mean to recreate the show from Friday and do it here today I'm literally just I You're wasn't here. Up. I was yeah. out of town all this weekend. Um, but th- this this dude, this is more of me just a, you know airing my grievances with this guy. I mean, he is such a fraud. He Brian Joyce at the at Talk Radio 102.3, WGOW, Heritage Talker, the once great radio station, Bill do, Lockhart. Do we the, have a lawyer, John? <laughs> the Bill Lockhart, <laughs> the former uh, program director, but longtime, uh, one of my favorite people I've ever known in my life, Bill, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, um, I love you <laughs> to death. And you said to me once when something was just continuing to go completely awry at that station and just continuous erosion of of the, the product that we once valued so much yeah. that he said, this once great radio station <laughs> will do blah, blah, whatever we'll do with this once great radio station. And I was like, <laughs> I agree. I, once great and it was not just one person that was making this uh this, this place a mess and then kevin west love you to death you're a great person hired this blowhard from uh new england who was on a trajectory trajectory if i said trajectory. that right on his way to do other things in life in the media world a a, a new brand of media that was fun to change a new bland of media <laughs> and uh and he never left he's been here almost 10 years and um he likes it here and what no he can't get hired anywhere else is a problem so now he wants to be in a the nightclub business and predictably this is falling flat too and their uh, programming is garbage, and uh, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be supporting it. And I know it's like, hey, O'Brien, it's been five years since my <laughs> disastrous mess with that place. You shouldn't burn a bridge, Brian. You shouldn't burn a bridge. They burned the bridge with me. They told one of the younger, under forty year old people, one of the better talk radio voices in this city. Sorry to be so arrogant. They told me to to get lost. Yeah. You you guys are the one that got the problem. It ain't me. Why did they do that? 
I got a whole podcast on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give your podcast a plug right now. Stone on Air. I actually just did one for the first time last week. Um, <clears throat> and I get it. You know, I'm just some dude. I'm not trying to act like this is more than it is. But this dude is just, he's the worst. And uh, as we combine upfront wrap up and what the hell is this? Everybody's, Everybody's got, got one. one. <laughs> if y'all have anything else, throw it in there. I guess that's yours. We'll move along. Oh, well, and I wanted to... Do, Let's talk about, yeah, before we get out of here, because we'll do Pimp's Corner next. But first, okay, the um, the concert over the weekend with Travis Scott. Yeah. We were going to talk about, I was planning on talking about this with Dixie, who has Me organizational too. Me too. Uh, uh, experience however, his entire life. However, you and I are, are pretty avid festival goers. And so, you know, we have a little bit of so the quick, to talk. Uh, I don't know. It was in Houston. Travis he's Scott, Houston. he's a rap hip hop dude. He's eight Kylie, people dead. Kylie Jenner's boyfriend. That's about yeah. as far as I know. What, yeah, right. Go ahead. And then Drake also was a part of it. It's live. It was put yeah. on by Live Nation. Yeah, it was streamed um, on Apple apparently. <clears throat> yeah, and it, that plays into it a little bit. It was. This was a festival or just a standalone two or three concert. They're calling, really, this was a. They're calling it a festival. It was a festival. Okay. You know, because um, those are different things. I'm, yeah. I got conflicting stories whether it started and this and this tragedy happened Friday night or Saturday night. I don't really remember. Um, I don't know which is true. I think it was Friday night. Was it Friday? I think so. Yeah. Well, apparently people surged the minute Travis Scott went on the stage mm -hmm. and compressed people. That I mean, you know how it is. You go up the front. You wait. You wait the five hours till you're person gets on so that you can get as close to the rail as possible probably a very young crowd i saw the, the victims were four, 14 to 27 yeah i think i saw and the majority yeah. of them were between 14 and, and 21 so very very young so to, to add some context as to why the crowd was so young travis scott uh is really really big with young people for many reasons but he was featured going back to Fortnite. he actually had a virtual concert in Fortnite, the video game and <laughs> really yeah and Fortnite uh is a video game that's really popular with you know sure young teenagers so that's why there's such a young crowd there well i um when i i first was hearing people chattering about it online and and really going after travis scott for not Maybe he didn't stop the show he didn't or say stop anything. The show. I, 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 I don't know. Well, not only did he, he not stop, stop the, the show. He didn't stop the show. There were ambulances coming in. There were people saying, you and know, was this still, guy's yeah. that's what they out. were. That's what the, the social media people were saying. Well, I, don't, no. I didn't know I, it was true I or not. I saw the yeah. videos. I, you know, I saw Travis's um, uh, post he put up on Instagram apologizing, saying he didn't realize he's devastated. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't, but, you, know, you know, whatever. It's kind of it's it's super messed up though because there's video from uh, the crowd looking up at the stage where you can see in one I'm, I'm sure you saw this yeah. one where he's like looking and singing I'm doing air quotes singing as a, a lifeless body is being crowd surfed uh, toward yes. the edge of oh, the uh, the crowd. Uh, this this phenomenon, by the way, is called a human crush. Um, if you're not familiar, it's where essentially there's such a surge of human bodies that the center point where all the stress is condensed, uh, they don't have enough room to expand their chest to yeah. breathe. And so yep. they die of either it's, asphyxia it's, or yeah. cardiac arrest. Suffocation, really. Yeah. Well, and, and I, uh, again, just being out of town this weekend, I didn't have much time to, to consume that story. And then I see the mass social media blasting of it. And I don't know what to believe, like yeah. just initially. It is I tough, and, yeah. and so I just, I kind of. It just didn't pay that close of attention. But also there's 
there's precedence here. This is not this is not a a, a, a brand new idea or, or, or terrible situation. 1979, the Who in Cincinnati uh, jotted it down. I didn't write how many died, but it was probably nine, ten, eleven. It was yeah. the same kind same of thing. Same thing happened at a that, Rolling Stones. That was not a festival. That was just a uh, a ma- it was a general admission show in Cincinnati at yeah. a um, at a standalone venue, and it was rush to get your best seat yeah. and nine people are died in 1979 uh, and wasn't there uh limp biscuit with like riot fest or something like that something happened very similar in the 90s i believe right uh, well you might be thinking of the the woodstock now well nobody the people didn't die in woodstock 99 no it was but... something different Limp Biscuit was involved in some. Sounds way, about right with yeah. limp biscuit but <laughs> yeah. it but it does it's it's not it's not your genre doesn't necessarily uh foreshadow that mm-hmm. kind of thing pearl jam in 2000 yeah. in uh i can't remember it's denmark somewhere roskild roskild uh, somewhere in there nine people died in the same thing oh, and wow. yeah. and and uh the song alive which is my favorite song mm-hmm. they didn't play for a decade after because that, of that because of that and, and, and so this is something that happens every now and again and it, it does bring me back and what I wanted to talk to Dixie about, which, which hopefully we'll do at some point, is crowd control. How do you do this? Like, yeah. literally, how do you do it? I, that's what that was going to be my question, and, too. And it goes to the, the, the Vols game the other day with all the garbage being thrown and evacuating yeah. the band and right. evacuating the, uh, the, the the cheerleaders and the people you know off the out of the field. is just, just as much precaution as you can take. And then as soon as they empty out an area... 10,000 more kids start piling down yeah. into these sections. Right. Who is in charge of this crowd control? A and B, how do you do it? Yeah, so Live Nation was the organization in charge of all the planning, etc. Yep. Uh, and so they would be the ones in charge of hiring security staff and it looked like the security just from my totally amateur analysis of it was not prepared for a crowd of this size. I also have the sneaking suspicion that they sold more tickets than they had actual room for. How could they have not have been prepared for? Shocking news there, Live Nation. How could they not have been prepared for a crowd that size? That's a a small crowd comparatively. It's a legitimate question. How do you do this? I don't know the answer. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either. There's a whole bunch of different factors that could be at play here. Um, It could just be the amount of people that they needed to hire for security staff, which are usually off-duty police officers, actually, just wasn't available. You know, we need to hire, I'll just throw out a random number, we need to hire 100 security officers, uh, but there's only uh, 46 people who have applied, that kind of situation. And they say, well, we can't cancel the show, we'll just do it anyway. Well, you can cancel the show. They're just not going to cancel stop right the show. show. The worst incident of this type, by the way, I remember reading about this long time ago, was at a football soccer game uh, called the Hillsborough Disaster. Happened at Hillsborough Stadium in Sheffield in England in 1989. 97 people were killed. Yeah, there's a there's a handful wow. from uh, th- th- those football soccer crowds are crazy yeah. types. So there's a, there's a lot of that from uh, from that side of the world that I I know that I've read over the years. Let's uh, keep rolling here. It's the Chattanooga Driving Show. Jeff out, Brian, Jen, and Russell with you. I know I don't need to tell you that because you've already been here for, let's see, 42 minutes. Yeah, you've listened this entire time. Wow, it's not live radio, it's believe it or not. Like, well. hey, why did you tell me who you are? I already know. No one's tuning in in the middle. I fast forwarded 30 minutes in, and now I don't know what I'm listening to. Where am I?
All right, whatever you got, Jen. Yeah, I'm going to thank Sports Barn. Sports Barn has been voted Chattanooga's best health and fitness club for nine straight years. For 40 years, Sports Barn has been the fitness club leader in Chattanooga. Our three, there are three boutique locations offering circuit cycling, yoga, swimming, weight machines, training, and more, while providing the upscale amenities of a large fitness club with three locations downtown, Hickson, which is my favorite, and Brainerd since 1979. The way you read that makes me think of the... Um thanksgiving parade you know they talk about the floats when they go by i don't know why it's in a thanksgiving mood i guess never it's mind just my tone just ignore me just do your okay reason. um <laughs> i'm sorry you're used and booze and do's yeah, and whatever. And whatever but it's not it's not it's morphed into just stuff i find interesting whatever. jeff okay. is just married to the format he really is. I found this to be a very interesting story. A prisoner, 21 years old, he was convicted of a sex child offense, wins $17.5 million Whoa. in a lawsuit, having been left paralyzed by guards who bragged about sadistic attack. Have you guys heard anything about this? No. No. Child set. What? Huh? Yeah. I miss. I miss. State, I, of Oti- State of Ohio, which is where this happened, mm-hmm. uh, is to pay a man convicted of sex child offenses $17.5 million in a federal civil rights case after he suffered paralyzing spinal cord injuries in prison, his lawyer confirmed. Uh, Does this not open the door for every sex offender that gets roughed up in prison to... But roughed up? What am I missing He was paralyzed. He got paralyzed. Yeah, I mean, if he... I mean, hey, I'm not going to defend sex offenders here, especially if they're... I'm not either. uh, I'm not either, which is why I just... I found this... Yeah, yeah, there's just a a lot of things. It's very unusual. It's a conundrum, yeah. 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 Yeah, but, I mean, guards are not there to carry out justice. They're there to guard prisoners and... You know, quote unquote. Yeah, they're not there safe. to beat the hell out of you, even though that happens all the time. They're not there to make you uh, fall down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well. That's effed up. Anyway, he was left untreated for hours after you know he he said he was waterboarded and left there. He you know hmm. they they beat him to a pulp and and essentially put him in a wheelchair. And it's unfortunate, all of it, that he gets the last laugh. Hmm. And, you know, well, is, is now a yeah. multimillionaire. I mean, does he? Because is he still in prison? Of, yeah, millions of dollars doesn't That's buy you much question. in prison. <laughs> That's a good question. I really don't know. Yeah. And right. then this other thing, uh, you know, we're going back to the shooting on the Rust um, Oh, the Alec set. Baldwin thing. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Trump went on a podcast um, and baselessly suggested that Alec Baldwin is a nut job, oh, geez, of and course he did. and may have you know may have had something to do with the shooting of Rust of uh, the Rust crew members. Well, he basically did. He, saying yeah, he actually did it. Uh, well, you you guys seem to think that you know you you guys feel differently about it. Mm-hmm. My feeling is this is a, it's a prop gun on a set in a church, a small building. The guy was handed the gun and told it was a cold weapon. Mm-hmm. He was evidently practicing the quick draw. Probably shouldn't have been doing it in the direction of the, you know, the, the cinematographer. Yeah, you know. I mean, probably, absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know. It's such a, a bizarre story. And I, I yeah. saw something, speaking of TikTok, I saw a, a, a might have been one of the, they're now doing up to three minute videos for people who have uh, some kind of seniority in the, in the, in the app. And there was a, Somebody was having an interview with with Alec, <laughs> senior TikTok editor, something like that, and it was very <laughs> candid and it was not professionally done. It was with a you know a phone, but it was it was clear and you could understand. And 
he, he he was talking about how this this woman was his a very good friend of his, yes. and he knew his her husband and yeah. her family. Yeah, and they had just so been it's, out yeah, to I dinner. mean, I, it's a wildly weird. Uh, it's really sad out of and unfortunate. nowhere yeah. thing, but yeah, I I yeah. do agree because you know me and guns. I'm the worst guy ever with guns. I I, <laughs> no, I say yeah. I say ban them all. I, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't I care. Totally agree. Which is a little bit flippantly not truly what I mean, but you get my point. Yeah. If you got a gun in your hand and you're pointing, if you got a water gun in your hand and you're pointing somebody, I'm going to be like uncomfortable. So that's that's where I say, dude, don't point guns at people right. ever, yeah. no matter well, what. Don't point a BB gun. Just going yeah. back to Trump so, and his podcast, he I'd actually love to hear that. I bet, that was, I bet that was pretty funny. He's quoted <laughs> to say, Alec Baldwin is a troubled guy. There's something wrong with him. I've watched him for years. He gets into fistfights with reporters. Donald Trump told conservative radio host Chris DeGaulle. Uh, in a podcast last Thursday, I'm just he's a, wait. It's no, I'm not done oh, okay. yet. He's a cuckoo bird. He's a nut job. <laughs> and usually, when there's something like that, you know, in my opinion, he had something to do with it. I'm just picturing Trump, like you know, standing outside Alec Baldwin's window, like in his bedroom. Goes, I've been watching him for years. I know he's a, he's a nut job. <laughs> well, Trump knows. I bet that was hysterical. I'd love he to hear everything. it. Actually, there's a new uh, member on SNL that's doing a. Uh, uh, a, a Trump, uh, Alec, I'm sure will never do it again on SNL, but this dude is spot on. It's all the quite frankly, <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure, and we're Tremendous. gonna look into it, and I'm probably, but not sure, but pre pretty sure, yeah. but we'll figure it out. It's so good. Worst, I can't do it. Worst killing of a cast member ever. <laughs> it's good. If it wasn't so terrifying, it'd be the most funny thing I've ever seen in my life. Right. Well, I yeah, I mean, I have a. I, I I have conflicting opinions on the on the Alec Baldwin shooting. Like on the one hand, I get where Jeff is coming from for sure. You know, Jeff is not here. I have conflicting opinions on 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 this. Jeff thinks that Alec Baldwin is like a hundred percent at blame or to blame he for does. the killing. He does. He does think that. I think it's yeah, a, he does. I think it's a little bit more complex than that. I think yeah, I do too. Alec Baldwin for sure has quite a bit of blame on his hands because he's the one who pulled the trigger, but. I think more of the uh, lens of the law should be looking at the crew that put together the prop that ultimately failed to <laughs> give him a, a safe uh, gun. Uh, you know, safe and gun should never be in the same sentence. But um, it's, or it should. I wish it could be all the time, though. I know that's not maybe even possible. Sure. I mean, I would think that Alec Baldwin, having been on enough movies with guns in them would hopefully have enough training to you know look at the chamber and be like oh yeah this has blanks in it and it shouldn't <laughs> you know yeah. i mean i don't know it just seems like there's a lot of failure of the crew going on here because how I many movies so how many movies have guns in them it, like every movie ever has firearms in them how many times do we hear about accidents like these like five in 20 years speaking uh, of movies speak, two or three speaking and of movies with guns this is a total non sequitur over the weekend i watched an old movie called the Bl the brothers bloom have you guys seen that no i have not heard of it i highly but recommend I haven't heard of it anything. you would love it hmm. you would love it i think you would love it too although you're not much of a movie guy no no not much all right well you what's is it a good i mean why it's mark ruffalo and adrian brody and it's just i'm not going to tell you anything about it okay yeah you just have to watch it it's free you're on, on your netflix. own oh you're on your own. not net not netflix it's free on youtube i was gonna say everything's free on netflix it's old oh, hey uh side note 
uh, for Jen. I saw Spencer. It was amazing. I want to know. You have to see it. I know I have Spencer, to see it. Spencer, what the hell is that? I'm dying oh, to see it. It's about uh, Princess... TV show, movie? No, no, no. It's a movie. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart plays Diana. Princess Diana. It's Oh, okay. Now, I'm not a royal family Spencer, guy. now I get it. Yeah, yes. I'm not a royal family guy, but... The cinematography was amazing. Yeah. The psychological aspect of it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was just a really great movie. Even if you're not one modicum, one iota interested in the royal family, it's just it's a great movie on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm dying to go. Also, right, I, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. Which came first? I'll let you know. <laughs> I, we couldn't get through one show without a dumb joke at some Sorry. point. That's just it's, it's just what it is. What we do. <laughs> I played right into that one. <laughs> so I hope you're ready. Yes. Okay. So I actually do have a really complex one lined up uh, that I hope that you can follow along with. And this plays back to why I joked about uh, Dave Hooker being on the border of Poland and Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all the way back around. Yeah, this comes full circle. It's like poetry. Uh, so the border crisis uh, is erupting between uh, Belarus and Poland. And you might be thinking, who cares? Well, the European Union does a lot. Uh, this brings Belarusian crisis on the doorstep of the European Union. In fact, this all started with aerial footage that was released from Belarus showing a migrant caravan comprised mostly of displaced Middle Easterners heading through the country seemingly uninhibited. Now, on the surface, you might think, well, what's wrong with Middle Eastern refugees? I mean, Syria's war-torn, Afghanistan's falling apart. You know, we can all pretty much agree that probably a lot of people from the Middle East need help. Uh, yeah, but the problem is in with these migrant caravans comes human trafficking, uh, all sorts of really horrible things go on. In fact, uh, there will be uh, members of terror groups that will go with these migrant caravans posing as regular displaced people who need help so they can get into these European countries and carry out uh, terrible uh, terror attacks, which we've seen in Germany time and time again. So that's why there's a lot of scrutiny that needs to be aimed at these migrant groups in the eyes of people who are in control of the borders of these European countries. So that caravan headed straight for the border of Poland. Poland, not wanting a migrant crisis on its hands, sent military police to the border with riot shields where they found the border fence had been cut and some had already gotten through. They'll deal with those stragglers later. On Monday, a standoff occurred with Polish MPs holding a line with a large crowd of migrants chanting Germany on their purported, which is their purported end destination due to its welcoming migrant policies. The European Union is now coming down on Poland saying that their policy of pushing the migrants back into Belarus violates the EU's policy of, uh, I believe they call it a safe shelter law, where if they step foot on Poland, now they have to be treated as a legitimate uh, refugee. Poland is saying, no, we don't want them here, uh, etc. So Poland moved 12,000 troops to the border with Belarus and declared a state of emergency. Neighboring Lithuania now appears to be poised to do the same thing. For its part, the Belarusian Lukashenko regime denies manufacturing this migrant crisis. Poland's prime minister, whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce, said on Facebook that the Polish border is not just a line on the map. The border is sacred. Polish blood has been spilled for it. And this is turning into a real both humanitarian and diplomatic crisis between Poland, Belarus, the EU, Lithuania, and now the United Nations is potentially going to get involved. So it's definitely something to look at as we move into the rest of November. So it's not just the United States of America that's a disaster in many ways no it's, it's everywhere it's everywhere if you think we're bad look at the rest of the world all right this is the chatting and driving show brian jen russell jeff out for the week or at least much of the week 
Uh, we'll wrap this thing up in the next uh, little bit here. Pushing on an hour. Appreciate you guys being here on Facebook and download it anywhere you can get all your shows. Uh, give us a ring at the... Uh, give it, need to give it an official name. The Polish news service newsmaker line uh, 310-9229 310-9229 it's a text line as well the voice line of wits send a text send a uh, voicemail there's a, there's a few there uh, we appreciate you guys being there until we get many to do a whole segment with we're not going to roll them just randomly so uh, we'll let those accumulate so if you're bored hell just Say something stupid. I, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter what you say. You're going to get on the segment if you want to hear it at some point. Uh, so 310-9229. And uh, what else am I forgetting to try to plug here? The Kickstarters, we're running low on time on that. Yeah, eight days left on that. Um, that was uh, put together right as we started this whole thing about five weeks ago, almost six weeks ago now, I guess. That's just infrastructure, infrastructure. Uh, just the cost of doing business. money for the cost of doing business yeah, yeah we, exactly. we're not we're gonna put a dime in our pocket on that one so we would love you if you could help us out with that if you can't you can't Link all is on our facebook page yeah facebook page and um all the other things I, jeff was a oh venmo yeah well venmo is just giving us money for no good reason so or, well, no, or no i mean if you're in, if you want to advertise with us you, oh i know but like if, i'm just venmo saying the, the random person we need your kickstarter money or a patreon <laughs> Or I mean, if you just want to go to Venmo and send us money, go ahead. I, I, I don't see that Believe happening. Believe it or not, yeah. more people have done that. Okay. All right. Lots of people have All done right. that. And right. We, we appreciate right. every penny. So we uh, just got a few minutes here left. Uh, mountains looking at each other. Uh, storytelling time. Um, really quick, I'll just recap my weekend because it was a great weekend. And it's why I was so just discombobulated by Sunday evening when I was like, oh, bleep. No, we got, oh, I forgot all about this. Uh, so I went to Atlanta for the parade for the uh, for the, the, the world champion Braves, which is still difficult for me to even comprehend. Again, I know it's silly. I did a whole podcast on it. I talk about it on social media, Stone on Air, search it out anywhere. It is so silly. It's so silly. It's almost embarrassing how much this means to people, but it really does. Just the same as whatever it is that means a lot to you that I don't care or know anything about. It's the same kind of thing. And so it's one of those settings where you go down, you know, there's different areas you could go in the city, you go downtown, you go to Cobb County, Marietta, uh, get positioned for the, uh, of, to see the parade or just go anywhere. There was no real rules or understanding of what you're doing. It was just, countless people on a pretty nice day a little chilly but just to hang out and you knew every single person you were going to be around all day long was somebody who shared that exact same joy yeah so it was you know hundreds of th- literally hundreds of thousands of people who it didn't matter who you were or it didn't matter what you liked or didn't like outside of this it didn't matter who your sex your 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 political affiliations nothing not nothing mattered except you all shared the same joy so it's a really really fun place to be and I knew it would be I've never done one of these before so it was just kind of figured out as we go and a friend of mine was staying at the Omni which I found out that day which is connected to the stadium and overlooks all of it mm-hmm. and so wow. I was able to go up on the balcony That's cool. look like I was somebody who mattered when I was nobody who mattered but <laughs> don't you know who I am I'm yeah. on the Chattanooga Drive-In show <laughs> I, I, I guess host the Chattanooga Drive-In show damn it <laughs> I produce uh, everything let me up and so it was just it was a perfect perfect day and um 
it was it was great. And so, you know, if you care, you care. If you don't, you don't. So then the next day, so I got up at like 7 in the morning that day, and it was, it was just a long day. For me, that's early. The next day, I got up at 6 in the morning to go to Knoxville, Lenore City, more specifically, for a uh, my day job's uh, a company golf outing. Mm-hmm bunch of scrubs and just you know not it's not it's not something serious it's just a company get together yeah. and i'd never done it before because i don't play golf right. i mean i can hit a golf ball but i don't play golf and there's a lot of weirdos in this company that i don't want to <laughs> hang out with like you know and people are going to be drinking and so like ah, this sounds terrible well it wasn't terrible it was actually really nice yeah. and uh got paired up with some people that were that i enjoyed their company for the day it's one of those you you play the hole and whoever hits the best ball then you play that one so you're not really playing a competitive game you're just playing the best again just 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 a camaraderie thing amongst a yeah. you know a, a company kind of thing and uh we came in second place so i won 75 bucks awesome hey. and a miller Lite golf bag in the raffle prize <laughs> That's so it's like cool. now i need to get some golf clubs <laughs> And maybe I'm gonna start playing golf. I don't know. You could just put beer in it. It clinks could, along as you walk. Could do that as well. And so then I got back <laughs> that evening around seven or eight o'clock. I got picked up for that one. Didn't have to drive. And then woke up on Sunday and the time change. I had a whole segment we're gonna do on the time change. <laughs> we're out of time here shortly, so we won't do that. But that screwed me up. I felt terrible on Sunday. Yeah. Um. I know it's Tuesday now. I just haven't had a microphone since then just waking up early and then that time that one hour is just it's just absurd the antiquated nature of this nonsense i felt terrible all day <laughs> and i was just kind of napping in and out and then i'm like hey so what are we gonna do jen what are we gonna do in the show tomorrow i'm like that's what hell if i like? know what are, what are you asking me for i'm taking a nap over here your jen impression's much worse than mine <laughs> what are we gonna do <laughs> and uh yeah and there you go and it was like oh Hell, and the Titans were on Sunday Night Football, which I didn't even want because I didn't want to watch any more sports. I'm tired of sports. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here you go. This is what you get out of that. Yeah. All the right. last hour is what you get. Well, I went down to Head of, of the Hooch, and it was fun. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was beautiful. Beautiful day. Beautiful boats. I was yeah. there in spirit. You know, it was nice. So it was a great weekend. Um, great, 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 great weekend. And then because of getting up so early, I'm a late night sleep all day kind of guy yeah, so when too. i'm up at 7 a.m on friday and 6 a.m on 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 saturday and then i was actually up at about eight o'clock on on sunday because but, the time change and it was fall back you're falling yeah, back but it's, it's really nine o'clock no 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 that just screws with your equilibrium that's not that that doesn't do anything for me it's bright ass sunshine at 7 a.m oh no i uh, so my morning routine part of it is i leave where i work uh elsewhere and I go and I get breakfast at Speedway. <clears throat> we are not sponsored by Speedway. And I on get, Ringgold Road. Yeah, the one on Ringgold Road, yeah. the only one in town. Uh, I get a breakfast there's biscuit. A Speedway and Red Bank. Yeah, I get a breakfast biscuit. No, there's not. Shut yeah, up. There is. Stop it. Stop it. I don't care how many Speedways there are. Red Bank continue with your story. Red Bank yeah. doesn't really exist anyway. <laughs> and I come back, and the whole point of the story is I was shocked because it was bright outside at 7 a.m. That's all. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. It's the same thing. So I'm up at 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and it felt that that's that that Friday to Sunday felt like a month. It was so long. It was, and that made it even uh, even better. So, all right, that's it. What are we gonna do? Uh, I got one more thing I want to bring up, and whatever you guys got for this. I don't know where the hell the reference from Top of the Pops comes from, 
with Jeff, but that's what he does. Uh, Top of the mind. But I love. Top I, of mind. I, I get. I mean, I yeah. technically get it. I, and I'm a Smithereens fan uh, to a certain degree. What do you guys got? Anything? What do you have? I thought you said you had something. I have one thing. We can do that and be done with it. I'm just gonna get uh. a plug in for somebody that I said I would do this sure. for. Uh, we have 48 days left before Christmas. Can you believe that? 48 yeah. days. Time flies. It doesn't have a damn thing to do with whether you're having any fun or not. Yeah, Why it's shine? time to book your photos with Shanna. With Santa. Shanna. Time to book your photos with Santa at the Chattanooga Choo Choo right now. Here are the details. Just watch out for Brian Joyce. Make sure he doesn't get drunk and mess up your pictures. Book your photos with Shanna. Just some random chick who's at the Choo Choo. I don't know who she is, but... <laughs> It is Shot Right Photography. I have posted a <laughs> link to their uh, website for, on our Facebook page. Uh, basically, their sessions are starting November 26th and run through December 22nd. It's down at the Choo Choo. And it's really Santa, guys. It really is. Uh, yes. Who Don't get caught up in gang warfare while you're there. <laughs> Santa's wearing red, <laughs> oh man. He's gosh. a member of the Bloods. That's right. Go before midnight. <laughs> I saw Santa flashing gang signs inside the blue light. He, he was strapped for sure. A costume party. Anyway, the blue they've got light. all kinds of packages. <laughs> they've got all kinds of packages and stuff that you can. Uh, I mentioned I don't like together. Brian Joyce at all. Have I ever mentioned that before? I assume you mentioned that. Why does Santa have such a wide belt? Because it's a tactical belt, and he's got a <laughs> he's got a Glock 17 strapped. Uh, the only thing that's on my mind, there's a uh, show I started watching called The North Water. It's a miniseries that was put together with AMC and BBC. Uh, it's really good. It's got Colin Farrell in it, who, who's completely unrecognizable. It's about uh, a, a doctor who goes on a whaling ship. He's a surgeon who fought in uh, the war that Britain had with India, apparently. That happened. I mean, I know that happened, but the time frame is like 1840-something. Really great show. Uh, psychologically horrifying. Colin Farrell. <laughs> where, can you, where is this at? Where do you find it at? Uh, it's on, uh, well, I found it illegally, but you can find it on like AMC. Uh, and oh, so like regular cable kind of thing, not like in No, it's like Apple AMC Plus. Pl no, it's AMC Plus. So it's like you got to freaking. So this is why I just. Can we come up with better names? Everything's a plus, plus or a max. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can find us on uh, Chattanooga Driving Show Plus, which is where. <laughs> the. <laughs> the premium content yeah, the is premium on Chattanooga Driving Plus well, Max. Oh, if you want the premium content, we actually do have that on Patreon, which is a great opportunity. We to, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, and throwing some blogs up there as well. Maybe yep, I'll write photos. one one of these days, yeah. even though I'm a terrible writer. But uh, no, the, the, you're not. the last thing that I uh, wanted to throw out there that uh, so the phenomenon that is this is it Bucky's? Yeah. The, 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 the gas station? Yes. I love Bucky's. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Bucky's? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's one in Calhoun, okay. and every Yahoo that I see on the wasteland that is Facebook <laughs> losing their minds about a freaking gas station. I know. <laughs> well, it's a really good gas station. Well, okay, I'll give you that. So I, I was on my way down to Atlanta, and I just had still it's just instilled in my brain now that this is somewhere i need to go you go there's that damn beaver i'm gonna go i gotta there. go look at this stupid thing they they their their advertising is incredible it's yeah. all over the state you 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 can't go 10 miles without being reminded that it's coming up in 40 more miles yeah, bucky's in 100 miles <laughs> it's like well i gotta drive 100 more miles to get there and so on the way down i was uh sure as hell not gonna stop because i had way too much uh questions as to how the whole day was going to go but on the way back i wasn't going to calhoun but i was like i guess i should go see what this place is about yeah i walked in 
walk directly out. Really? It is a Walmart <laughs> yes. with gas station. So um, our, our old coworker Jason took me to Bucky's in Alabama. Uh, wherever the one in Alabama is, we drove like 90 miles an hour the entire way there. Cause you know how Jason drives? Yes, I do. <laughs> so, I can only imagine. Yeah. So we got there in like 30 Scary. minutes, but I think it was, uh, I think it was somewhere on the Gulf coast. <laughs> we got there in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, it's incredible. Like it's an incredible store, except that it's, it's a zoo and it's if you have even a touch of social anxiety you want out of there immediately oh i was horribly uncomfortable the entire time you know how i am i was like ah people but i got this really nice blanket there that i sleep with every a night blanket yeah it's a bucky's oh blanket God. it's got you the you don't need to buy blankets at a gas station well it's unless, a good, it's, at, unless it's at the the beach it's a good gas station blanket i'm sure it's the best gas. it's when like I lived, microfiber when i lived in new york way back in the mid 90s you lived in new york you've early never mentioned 90s, that late 80s <laughs> australia you too, right? Never heard that one. <laughs> I told somebody that I was heading to Chattanooga for the weekend, and they went, "Oh my God, will you bring me something back?" I said, "Sure. What do you want?" He goes, "A Bucky's pecan log." We don't have Bucky's in Chattanooga. I know. Well, evidently we did at the time. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. I never heard of the thing until recently, and uh, so I, I, I got out of my system. I saw it, and left as soon as I got there plus there was a lot of people traveling from to and from Atlanta at that point because that's Calhoun is pretty close to Marietta and that's where the, mm -hmm. the end of the parade was so maybe it's not that busy every day but I think maybe that it is and if we're talking about the shortages of employees there ain't no damn shortage of employees there. There's uh -huh. a hundreds of employees there, and they all seem like they were happy as hell. Yeah, they start at like 20 bucks an hour there or something. It's crazy. Didn't they, I read that you said somewhere on maybe Facebook or somewhere that it was the fastest parade you'd ever been to? Dude, I saw pictures of it. They're going like 30 <laughs> miles an hour. Like, I, That wasn't me, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, the bus with all the dudes on top, and it goes, shoo. I, that was in the downtown portion, and I saw people post that because I, I, I wasn't downtown. Okay. I was I was north yeah. in, in Marietta because it started downtown, yeah. then it hit the interstate and okay. finished in, in Marietta. But no, I, I didn't say that, but I did see that. And yes, they were flying down. Flying the road. down. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the hell that was all about, but uh, Oh, I have one other thing. This is this uh, is good. We'll um it then. Well, um, what do you got? Uh, 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 hey, baby. So, Chattanooga driving show, we're wrapping it up. Jen, what do you got? You're a TikTok watcher. You're not. No. Have you seen the Love woman? It. Have you seen the mom who started running i can't i don't know her tiktok handle Good i don't know what it is she started running she's become fairly like forrest gump style fairly famous on tiktok now um and nah, uh, i don't think i have seen that one she actually ran the new york city marathon over the weekend which is tw 26 miles 26.2 kilometers I don't know. Okay. Put a sticker on her back of her car. Yeah. She had yeah. Too. Anyway. All right. Well, if you don't know, then never mind. She's uh, from what I'm gathering. Woman runs. Woman runs. That's all. Okay. Well, good for her. I uh, I we'll didn't see that. We'll be back tomorrow with all kinds of pertinent information for yeah, you. It's going to be amazing. No I, news. A woman in New York runs more at eleven. I actually haven't even uh, looked at almost any social media over the weekend, or at least since since Friday. So. But I'll be all over today as I uh, lay around and do nothing and get ready to do this again with y'all tomorrow, I guess. You're off yeah. today? No, but I have long story as okay. to why. Mondays are my easy days. So. Good. Uh, a friend from Canada asked me to bring him Confederate money. I was like, we don't have that anymore. <laughs>
Confederate money. We, we maybe go down to the Gateway uh, Antique Mall and find yourself a Confederate. Uh, dude, Confederate don't diss Gateway. Bill. I love that place. Oh, I, I'm, not, I'm not dissing at all. Yeah. I love it, too. You can get lost in there forever. Have a great Tuesday. All right. See you tomorrow. We're done. See you later. Bye.